Father, tonight we pray that your words will give us life and light. Bless us. Lift our souls and our spirits up to be pleasing unto you. Thank you, Jesus' name. Amen. Beautiful. I'm going to share this evening on a subject that I believe will be a blessing to everyone, including myself. And the title of tonight's message is that faith needs to act as friends until then. Faith is the title. All faith is to act as friends. Faith is to act with speed. With speed. You know, the average Christian's concept of faith is, I claim, I claim, I claim, I claim, I claim, I claim. I believe God for a house. I believe God for a job. I believe God for a marriage. I believe God for children. It's like that's the average Christian's concept of faith. But faith is deeper than just collecting things. Because if if this is actually faith, then there are people who don't come to church, who don't pray, who don't believe in God. They, and they believe in these things. And, 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 and they have them. They, they work and labor for things. Do you understand? You want money. Somebody also wants money. But the person is not here. And whatever the person has to do to get it, they will do and get it. Some people work hard. But some Christians are very lazy. Some people have a correct attitude at work and you see that they are promoted. They know how to get things. You see, so if faith is just to collect things or the sign of material things, oh, I believe God for a car and I have a car. I believe God uh, for a job and I have a job. I believe God for, uh, to pass an exam and I've passed an exam. If that's what faith is, then there's something wrong with faith. You see, faith is far deeper than these things. And so let's look at the Bible and learn one of the things. Faith is many things, honestly. But one of the things, and we've been talking about them. This one is faith is to act with speed. Let's go to Genesis chapter 17. And I want us to read from verse 1. Verse 1. Beautiful. I want to read from my Bible, not from the wall. Now we can take the app. Yeah, I will take their Bible on the wall right now. And when Abraham was 90 years old and nine, the Lord appeared to Abraham and said unto him, I am the almighty God. Walk before me and be thou perfect. And I will make my covenant between me and thee. So God is explaining how he, Abraham will become perfect. Walk before me, and this is what I want you to do. I'll make my covenant between me and you, and will multiply you exceedingly. And Abraham fell on his face, and God talked 
with him, saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with thee, and thou shalt be a father of many nations. Neither shall thy name any more be called Abraham, but thy name shall be called Abraham. For a father of many nations have I made thee. And I will make thee exceeding fruitful. And I will make nations of thee, and kings shall come out of thee. And I will establish my covenant between me and thee, and thy seed after thee, in their generations for an everlasting covenant. To be a God unto thee and to thy seed after thee. And I will give unto thee and to thy seed after thee the land wherein thou art a stranger. All the land of Canaan for an everlasting possession. And I will be their God. Wow. And God said unto Abraham. So now his name has changed from Abraham to Abraham. So you see that now he's being introduced as Abraham, not Abraham. Thou shalt keep my covenant therefore and thou and thy seed after thee in their generations. This is my covenant which ye shall keep between me and you and thy seed after thee. Listen to it. God said, I'm, 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 I'm entering a covenant with you and me. And this is the covenant that you, you will keep. You will keep this after thy seed. Every man, okay, after thy seed, after thee. Every man child among you shall be circumcised. <laughs> Every man child, not every man man. Listen to it too. Every child among you shall be circumcised. And ye shall circumcise the flesh of your foreskin. And it shall be a token of the covenant covenant betwixt me and you. So it's like Abraham, you are going to do it for every man child among you and for your children who are coming and between me and you Abraham you too you have to do it yes yeah hmm. and it shall be a token of the covenant between me and you so yours is the token so it is important that you do it 99 year old man <laughs> And he that is eight days old shall be circumcised among you. So all the children among you are going to be circumcised. And then any child that will be born, the moment the child is eight days old, they have to be man, child, not woman. There is no covenant that establishes female genital circumcision, which is called mutilation. Yeah, it's a demonic thing. If they do it to you, they have hurt you, I tell you. Yeah, they have finished you. 
It's like they, they, they remove your tongue so that you can't taste food. You can only swallow food. Hmm. <laughs> Forgive. Who want you if you marry somebody who has been circumcised? A woman who has been circumcised? Charlie. Where are we? <laughs> yeah. He that is born in your house. Okay, every man child in your okay. Circumcised among every man child in your generations. He that is born in the house or bought with money or any stranger which is not of thy seed. Anybody who comes around you comes to live with you, whether the person is a slave or whatever it is, I mean, you have to do it. He that is, um, okay, he that is born in the house and he that is bought with money must needs be circumcised and my covenant shall be in your flesh for an everlasting covenant. So, every man who is born after Christ must be circumcised. If you are not circumcised and you are old, after church, see me. Don't lift up your hands here. We will do it for you. Yeah, you have to do it. It's an important thing, I tell you. Beautiful. And the uncircumcised man-child whose flesh of his false skin is not circumcised, that soul shall be cut off from his people. He hath broken my covenant. <laughs> and God said unto Abraham, As for Sarai, thy wife, thou shalt not call her name Sarai, but Sarah shall her name be. And I will bless her and give thee a son also of her. So at this time, Isaac was not born. Abraham was 75 years old when God moved him out of his family. And he's now 99 years old. 24 years after the promise. Hey. And now God is saying that you are going to change your wife's name, Sarai. She will be called Sarah because I'm going to give her a seed. I will bless her and she shall be a mother of nations. Kings of people shall be of her. Then Abraham fell upon his face and laughed and said in his heart, Shall a child be born unto him that is a hundred years old? And shall Sarah, that is ninety years old, bear? And Abraham said unto God, Oh, that Ishmael might live before thee. And God said, Sarah, thy wife, shall bear thee a son indeed. And thou shalt call his name Isaac. So God gave Abraham the name even before the boy was born. And I will establish my covenant with him for an everlasting covenant and with his seed after him. And as for Ishmael, I have heard thee. Behold, I have blessed him and will make him fruitful and will multiply him exceedingly. Twelve princes shall he beget 
and I will make him a great nation. But my covenant will I establish with Isaac. So you see, that is why there are some people who are not Christians, who don't believe in Christ, who are not born after the blood, but they are blessed. Yeah, they are prosperous. Yeah. Then you go to the Arab world, you see that they are very rich. Hey! Money is nothing for them. One sheikh went to a restaurant with his family. They went for a holiday in UK. And they were living in a hotel. One of the most expensive hotels. And they were, they, they, all the suits in the hotels, is, is it suits or suits? How do you, suites? Mm-hmm. Suites, you. All of them were, 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 were rented by this guy. And can you believe that the, the, the concierge and some people who served them throughout the state, when they were going back to their country, they gave them two million pounds. <laughs> yeah, two million pounds. You see, you are shocked. Yeah. If somebody can dash a waiter or a concierge, you know a concierge, I mean, the guys in the ho- hotel who, p- who pull their luggage, you know, people who are cleaning and all those things. Two million pounds. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the remnant of the money that they came to spend is what they are giving to you. <laughs> hey. Yeah, I mean, it's like, keep it. I tell you. <laughs> yeah. God has blessed. You see, there are people that God has blessed on earth. And one day he will ask them, I bless you. What did you use the money for? Yeah. Two million pounds. I'm telling you. Huh. You Have you even dashed 50 pounds before? Yeah. Can you imagine you have gone to a restaurant and you give a tip of 50 pounds? Hey! <laughs> yeah. I mean, some of you, look, if you are very rich, you'll be giving nice tips, but even what you are eating, when you see the menu and you calculate, you realize, that, no, I have to just drink water. Hey! I have to take a lot of things out and, you know, it's not that you are fasting, but you have to be careful. Yeah! Tell you. Yeah, one day a brother took a sister out. He was trying to be Lavedos, the sister. And, and, and he asked the sister to choose a place for them to go for, uh, <laughs> for a dinner. And he didn't know that the sister knew things. So she chose a place. And when the guy went, hey, after that dinner, he came and told us that he has broken up with a girl. Yeah! The place they took them to, even the water alone, is like a whole, the cost of the water, one bottle of water, is a whole meal in a normal restaurant. <laughs> and the girl, to her taste, she knows fine wine. Ordered one wine. They brought the thing. The guy said that day, he, he said, My cat, he said, All the money that I, I have saved for three months, it was spent in less than two hours. Yeah. 
When he came back, he came to break up. Yeah, he, he had, I mean, he, he did not need any revelation from God to understand that this is a danger zone. Hmm? Because when he met the girl, we told him that, brother, where you are climbing, say, upper room, be careful. <laughs> he didn't listen. He, he was following other things. But the girl showed him, yeah, one or two, and he realized that, look, you can't be spending like that. Some people, when you are blessed, they don't, they don't care. May you be blessed. One day, a restaurant that you have been passing by, you will be eating there and sleeping there. Yeah. You see, this, do you, look, Gambia has one of the nicest hotels in West Africa. Do you know that? Do you know that? Some of you, you don't know. I'm telling you. Gambia has some of the nicest hotels in West Africa. Yeah. Oh, it's true. But you don't go there. Some of you, it's only when you mind that you go and take pictures on the green grass. <laughs> yeah. You, have, you, you can't go and sit down and order. It says, my, it's my birthday, so I'm taking three people out. Then you order one wine. And then your meal, the wine alone, when you see the cost, hey, I have seen wine that cost $20,000. One bottle. Yeah. It's wine. I don't know whether if you drink, you, can't, you won't feel thirsty again, but that's the price. Yeah. There are expensive drinks in the world, I'm telling you. Yeah, life. May you be blessed so that one day you will be going to nice, nice places. Yeah. Beautiful. So, okay. Let's keep reading the Bible. But my covenant will I establish with Isaac. Okay. All right. So, yeah. Verse um, 21. But my covenant will I establish with Isaac, which Sarah shall bear unto thee at this set time in the next year. And he left off talking with him. And God went up from Abraham. So God has spoken. You know, there are many of us here who may have had encounters through dreams. Sometimes it's something you hear. This very interaction that God had with Abraham was unique. God doesn't appear to many of us. I have never had that encounter. I'm sure some of you have. But it doesn't mean that he doesn't speak to us. He speaks to us. And as significant as Abraham's encounter was, so is your moment with the Lord. And some of you as you are sitting here, probably a dream, probably a a conviction, a strong feeling, or sometimes a, a voice, something that you can hear audibly, that you can feel that it's an instruction or the presence of God is around and some specific instruction has been given to you or something has been said. You know, some of you have it. Others too, you may not have had it, but you just believe in the word. Like me, it's, it's God's word. I have not had any particular encounter that I can sit there and say, the other day, God appeared to me, you know, and he said, my son. I have not had such things. <laughs> it's the word. It's the word. And I take what I read from the word as serious as how God also spoke to Abraham. Yeah. 
So, God spoke and the Bible says he left. Let's see what Abraham did. Immediately God left Abraham. The Bible says, and Abraham took Ishmael, his son. Remember, the blessing was for his seed. And Ishmael was his seed, of course. But the one who was to carry the covenant was Isaac, not Abraham, uh, not Ishmael. But Abraham did not hesitate. And the Bible says he took Ishmael, his son, and all that were born in his house, and all that were bought with his money, every male among the men of Abraham's house, and circumcised the flesh of their foreskin in the self same day. It's like, I don't know the time God spoke to him. Let's say if it's in the morning. It's like immediately he heard it, he went into action. And that very day, every man child, according to the instruction of God, and every seed of Abraham, which was Ishmael, they came under the knife for their foreskins to be cut off. Yeah. It's not like, God, you have spoken. We have heard. Then you go and sleep and, and, and say, I'm waiting on God for directions. Hmm? And he said, the Bible says, on, and the, on the self same day, as God had said unto him. And Abraham was 90 years old and nine when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin. So he did not only obey God concerning his seed and all the men child in his house, but also he himself. He went under the knife that very day. After cutting off everybody's own, 99-year-old man also went under the knife and shake <laughs> Look, that thing, when you are old and they do it, it's painful. Yeah. I mean, now it has advanced. So they don't do it like the way, especially when children are born in some hospitals, they have a way of tying it and it comes off itself without any pain or whatever but i mean when we're young hey when they cut it your working has to change <laughs> ah. you can imagine grown-up men who have allowed themselves to be cut off how they'll be working but he did it it's not a comfortable thing because even sometimes children when you do it it's painful it's very sensitive nothing should touch it for, he, for it to heal. Yeah. It's not a comfortable thing to do. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Wonderful. Hmm. Verse 25. And Ishmael, his son, was 13 years old when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin. In the self same day was Abraham circumcised and Ishmael his son and all the men of his house born in the house and bought with money of the stranger were circumcised with him. Hallelujah. Now, the title as I gave you is that faith is to act with speed. So you see, Abraham's life 
was a life that replicated faith. Not just by him believing that God was going to give him a child, God was going to make him great, and that he was walking in faith that one day he will be the richest man, he will be the most prosperous person, he will be a blessed father. He believed those things, but the sign of his faith were the actions and decisions that came with it. And also the responses. Now, you can imagine how awkward and odd this instruction to Abraham must have been. Because this is a 99-year-old man who, as far as he's concerned, he has never known anything like circumcision. He has never known it. Nobody has talked about it. God had not instructed Adam to pass on circumcision. So Adam himself was not circumcised. Enoch, uh, Noah, all these people who came before him were not circumcised. And now God speaks to him and tells him this. this uh, but what is the meaning of this that God is asking? You see, many of us, there are things that God demands of us, but we use our gumptions, the, the mind, to sit and analyze and ask a lot of questions. You see, the moment you go into that mode, what it is is that whatever instruction has been given to you, you have to process it. So you will not implement that thing willy-nilly as fast as you should. You will slow down. There are many things that God speaks to us about which must be dealt with with speed. If you don't take that action, you realize that some of the things, you, 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 you can't change it. You can't move away. Paul, he went further to explain the circumcision. Sorry, circumcision. And he even went as far as talking about cutting yourself off from old relationships, things that you have grown up with, that you felt comfortable in, traditions. It's like the circumcision is not only in the flesh. The covenant was symbolic enough that you believe me so much, if I say even remove one ear, that's what you will do. You see, that's what Abraham did. It's like anything that God said, even though absurd as it was, he did not ask questions. Because look, this is the same person who was told after God has given him a son, after 100 years of no uh, 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 child, only Ishmael, who was not the one that God wanted. Now God calls him one morning and said that, bring that son up and come and offer him as a sacrifice. And without discussions with Sarah, carries the son away. Because if, 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 if God tells some of you women, if God tells your child to be a pastor, you ask your, you, you, you involve your husband in the decision making. And your husband will tell you that this boy cannot go to a, 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 a Bible school. He cannot be used for a pastoral work. My son must be a pilot. My son, my son must be a doctor. I mean, yeah, a lawyer, a politician. <laughs> You choose a nice profession. Like pastor? Hey! When we were growing up, being a pastor was not in our home. It was not a profession that we talked about in the home. It was not a career choice. Did you ever think about it, Pastor Sean? Ah! When we go to school and they do, uh, uh, what is it? Career day. 
Hey, you don't see pastors. You see doctors, you see architects, you see judges, you see nurses, you see even teachers. Some of the children don't like to be teachers. It's true. When they say children should dress in their preferred career, you see that parents have soldier military. I remember once my children, my son, I mean, he said he wants to be a soldier, so we have to go and look for military uniform. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think one said he wants to be a pastor. Is it Benny? Yeah. So he needs a suit and a pastors wear suits. Yeah. I'm happy because it's like, Charlie, when we were growing up, your father is not a pastor. He will not encourage you to be a pastor. Do you understand? Yeah. You're not encouraged. How many of you were encouraged to become pastors? Eh? How many of you sisters? Even sometimes when you are sister, you are going to marry a pastor. Hey, it's a problem. You have to scrutinize and be sure. Hmm? Yeah, it's an endangered career, I tell you. But you see, God chose Abraham. And he made promises that he had not made to any man apart from Abraham. And entered a covenant between him and Abraham. And it's symbolic that the very things that God asked Abraham to do were, excuse me to say, weird. Because even today, if you go to a community or a tribe or a people who have never been circumcised and you go and tell them that they have to circumcise, I'm telling you, you will not be a welcome guest. Hey, grown men. Eh? Hey. Chai, 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 chai. I remember I watched a documentary. Uh, I'll try and recollect what the title is about some tribes be that. It's a National Geographic uh, documentary. Some tribes being Latin America or South America. And they, they practically live in the wild. They don't wear shoes. They don't, I mean, there's no school there. Government doesn't, it's like, they are not counted as part of the country, but they are there in the world. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and the person who went to be with them uh, 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 and interact with them, notice that, look, the people, they live long. They don't have medical issues. There's no hospital. They, they, have, they have not seen a doctor before. There's no hospital. Their wives give birth and the men uh, uh, receive the babies. Yeah, you see the women. They don't wear anything. They, I mean, oh. a man, big pot bellies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's it. But they are happy. And all of them are not circumcised. And the person who is there was trying to introduce them to like certain standards home. And the man was teaching the person how they have preserved themselves. They don't have I mean sicknesses and all these things. So what you are bringing is not it's not welcome. Yeah. We are happy. They, they, they brought shoes. They, they, they gave their shoes to the children. They couldn't wear it. They were not happy. 
they, 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 as they wear their thing, they, you see, they, they wear it and you see that they are checking how to walk in their thing. It's like, it, it feels strange. Because they've walked in the wild barefoot. Too. You see, you are laughing. Many of us, if we were walking here, there are some sicknesses, we'll never get it. Because anytime you are walking, you are massaging your feet. I even learned recently that in every evening, if you are going to sleep and you massage your feet, it, it, it helps improve your eyesight and then other things, organs in your body. Dr. Isan also. Uh, because they say probably every organ in your body is connected to the sole of your feet. So the, the, the foot massage is very healthy. It's a good practice. That's why people walk. So in, in communities or places where people walk a lot, they are very healthy. Yeah. Walking, do, do, do you know why Jesus was walking a lot? <laughs> he walked though. If you go to Israel and, and you, you, you see the places that he moved without car, you will see that no. Because even from, from uh, Tiberias to Jerusalem, I think it's like four hours, I don't know, four hours or something. On a good road. Driving. Driving. Four hours journey. It's not a small journey. And Jesus crossed. It's like they move. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a day's journey or three days journey. And he, he moves and he goes somewhere, preaches and sleeps. The son of man has nowhere to lay his head. So as he's moving anywhere, it's night, they sleep. Only walking. Hey. I'm telling you. Walking is very, very healthy. Hmm. You are going from here to traffic light. You wait for 30 minutes to get the car. You could have used 15 minutes to walk. And you wait for 30 minutes to get the car. I mean, can you imagine? Anyway, this is by the side. So, we see how absurd the things that God asked Abraham to do. But he did them. And it is something that all of us should also learn. Because there are things that you may have been asked to do, but many of us procrastinate. I will do it tomorrow. Anything that you are asked to do, if you give thought to it, you will have other opinions and options or reasons why you shouldn't do it now. And when it comes to our relationship with the Lord, what we have to understand is that we don't know when we will die. We don't know when we will die. If I look at my own pastor, I look at Bishop Dark. From the day I met him, it is like, hey, this man doesn't rest. Anything he wants to do, he does it. With speed. And that is why in, 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 in a few years, he has accomplished things that people who are probably 80 and have been in ministry for 50 years have not accomplished. I'm telling you. Yeah. You see, if you learn about the Church of Pentecost today 
and what they have been able to do. Church of Pentecost, they started long ago. Assemblies of God, they came out of uh, Church of Pentecost. They are older generation churches. But we are not that old. But what we have also been able to do, it shows something that there's a certain element of speed. Because if you believe in God, it's not only about sitting down and expecting a husband, expecting a wife, expecting a, a visa, expecting a, a good house, expecting what? Money. No, there are specific things that have to be accomplished. Things that we have to do. Adjustments we have to make in our life. Decisions we have to take. And all of them must be done immediately. It's not like you have to wait. I, I will always, I mean, I, I don't know, I have to use myself as an example. When I joined the church, it's like I knew where I was coming from. And I had joined the church to change. And the change meant that if I enter the church and I commit myself to the church, those friends, it, that's why I say my change was very drastic. It's like, ah, why? You are with somebody today, you go to church tomorrow, and then you come and tell him that, Charlie, that's it. I'm not coming to where you are going to. I'm, I'm rather inviting you to church. Oh. And you see that they'll be laughing at you as if you're not serious. Or some of you if, you, if 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 you go back home right now and you go and tell a friend that, look, let's come to church on Sunday. They'll be laughing because yesterday they were drinking with you. Yeah. The only, the only reason why maybe they will, they will see that you are serious is you stop sitting with them to drink. Say, hey, is that how serious you have become? Is that how far you have taken this thing? That's how it is. What was I waiting for? If I say I'm tired of the world and I'm changing, why should I warm up? I have to, I have to, it's like, uh, 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 I have to learn how to shift, you know, hang out with you. And, and okay, now I'm hanging out with you, but I won't drink alcohol. I'll drink Coca-Cola whilst we are doing this. No. Look at the life of Abraham. From the day God met him, the first instruction, move from your family and thy kindred and go to a, a country far away, which I'll show you. Where was it? He didn't know. And he moved immediately. So you see that his life is characterized by responses that are quick. And when you have somebody who does things with speed, you, 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 the person... You see, you, you develop a certain liking for the person. You can even be scared. It's like small thing that we say, oh, do this. Pa! The person has gone. He, he, he circumcised all the men in his house. Everybody. Including he himself. Immediately, that same day. And you, you are talking not less than Abraham had gathered. He, had, he was able to gather 300 soldiers to go and uh, uh, fight. So the, the men that were there were a lot. Including their children. Yeah. If there are 300 men, you can imagine every man, two children at least. Eh? Minimum. Yeah. If you have Isaac around, then you know that one is to five. Yeah, he alone. Five children. Yeah. Yeah. The senior man. Yeah. The man who carries the covenant. His children are more than anybody. <laughs> yeah, it's too powerful but it's like oh this thing will take time oh, um, this thing is uh, let's strategize 
let's see how we can do it. Um, okay. Um, and you see, by the time you are thinking and planning, your zeal has gone down and other things have occupied you. Many of us have not grown in the Lord because we have not understood how to be radical in implementing things, responding to God, being swift, acting with speed. Even at your workplace, you see, there are some people who have value at workplaces, not because of the degrees they have, but because of how they work. And any great leader recognizes that value in people. Some of you, you only think that it's like once you have qualified, you have a certain degree, you have gone to a certain school, it's enough for you to be respected at your workplace. Hey, you have lost the plot. You have lost the plot. There is, there is a man in Ghana who probably at a point was one of the richest men, if not the richest men in Ghana. He's called Sam Jonah, and he, he doesn't believe in God. He, was the, he became the, uh, 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 the, the CEO of Ashanti Goldfields, the biggest gold mine in Africa, so to speak. West Africa, apart from South Africa. He was even knighted by the queen, Sir Sam Jonah. That's how he rose. He entered the company as a small person. But you see, diligence. His mind works in a way that if there is something that has to be done, I'm doing it. Not because I expect reward or something. So he rose up. He rose up. He rose up. Some of us believe in prayer and you say you have faith. Your prayer life. I mean, look, I've had people that we are, we, 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 when we started the church, when they are praying, when we are praying and I look at them, I ask myself, hey, will God hear me? <laughs> yeah. Because the way they pray, the way they move, and the voice. Oh, mama, hey. Mama. Then we, we didn't know how to speak in tongues, you know. How to, hey, then you see them. Then we, we are there. Say, hey, Charlie. God, God, our prayer is working. <laughs> but you see, where are those people? I'll show you. When we were in the church, the pastor would say, I want to start a choir. Me, my voice, qua. My pastor came to my house and told my parents that, oh, he, they are coming to pick me for choir reza. It became a, 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 a laughter in the house. <laughs> this man is in your choir. Yo, your church will be something else. Yeah, it's like when he said he's starting the choir, I joined it. My, you, you say you don't like my voice, I'm in the choir. If you don't like my voice, don't come to church. I'm in the choir, I've joined it. I'm not looking. Some of you say, I have to train my voice. I have to do this. I mean, they say we are going to visit people. Oh, I'm not a pastor. I'm not any. No, visiting. Don't we have friends that we visit? Some of our young children, they can leave the house without permission and go and visit their friends. When we were young, we used to roam, bicycle, travel far, visit friends. I mean, hey. It's like when you come to church and they say, "Look, I, I want I want you to come and help with the work." There are people who who, come, who don't come to church S- Sundays. There are people who buy. It's like 
that's how, even you, that's how you are. You don't come every Sunday, and there are people who are ten times like you. So, come and join us so that we can be visiting. After Sunday, we are going for this. All the excuses. It's like, you see, it is an instruction. God is asking you to do something. But you don't have time. And even if you think it's a good thing, oh, Pastor, don't worry. With time, we'll join. We'll join. As if you join the church to warm up. You have to be around to warm up. Hey, that's not how it is. Be swift. Because anything that you are supposed to do, if you hesitate, you will not get the opportunity to do it. And I've realized it. Many people who despise or didn't see instructions as important and felt that, okay, we'll do it at our, at our own convenience. No. I've realized that sometimes, if, if I hear something, do this. Immediately I know that God has spoken to me. That's how I take it. That's how, I, that's how I take it. Because if you, unless maybe you are like Abraham or you are like Moses, where God speaks to you mouth to mouth. So when a man says something, you, you choose not to listen. You are waiting for God himself. And sometimes you hear people say, even to go to church, they say they are waiting for God to speak to them. To choose a church. You are waiting for God to, 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 to help you choose it. Have you had somebody who wants to go to a restaurant and sits down and says that, let's wait to hear the voice of God to know the restaurant that we have to go to. It's a, it's a, it's a, you immediately you see a mental patient at work. What do they do? They choose a place and go. And dress and go. And in the night, they, they, there's nothing like, I'm tired. Some of you, in your tiredness, if we close and somebody says, I'm taking you to dinner, you, you will come alive. You, you, you will come alive. Your, your, your sleepy face will, 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 will pop. Pow! Yeah. 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 But if I close that service and I say, look, I want to go and visit somebody on my way. Let's go. Oh, Pastor, I think it's late to we can. Oh, is it not? Is it not late to visit? Oh, I have to tomorrow. I have to go to work, so maybe weekend or let's do it another time. Yes, that's how we all are naturally with God. And you stand and say, "I want to be like Abraham." I claim the blessings of Abraham. Don't claim the blessings of Abraham. Claim the works of Abraham. Because you see, when you see somebody who is prosperous and you are claiming the car, I mean, I remember some uh, pastor who was sharing a testimony of his prayer warriors. He said, he, he had started a church and he, he was preaching about faith and he realized that the prayer warriors were praying about cars like God should touch people who have certain cars so that the cars will be given to them. Yeah, God should touch people who have opportunities, some of them want to travel, it's like, it's, it's like they, they are just claiming, because you see, that's, the, that's their level of thinking when it comes to faith. That's why sometimes you see some of the sisters, they go to a church, they want a husband, they want husbands, then the prophet tells them, hey, open your mouth, claim your husband in the spirit. Then you see them, 
Oh Lord, we claim my husband. We claim my husband. We claim my husband. We claim my husband. Any satanic uh, influence that is blocking you from receiving your husband, fire it. Pew. Fire it. Pew. Fire it. Pew. Machine gun. Hey. Bombino, bombino, bombino. Bomb it. Bomb it. Hey. Hey. One day I saw a video. I, I, I hope it is a co- comic video. But it was a, a service with human beings and they were holding cutlasses. <laughs> and, and the pastor who was leading them in prayer said that you are cutting off the head of all demons who are worrying you. So, claim your space and stand. Then come and see people with cutlasses. <laughs> I mean, it's like you are going to church, and they say, Bring a cutlass. They're going to cut off the head of demons. And and they have come, they are standing there, cutting off the head of demons. And you can see the faces that people are wild. Some of these videos, I don't know. Sometimes when I get it, I delete it because. Yeah, but I think it was a real service. When you look at the people, you women, a lot of women. Hey, and you see, hey, Charlie, Satan is a suffer. <laughs> but you see, it's like, you see, our expression of faith is done wrongly. You see these same people. When you even ask them to 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 to, sup, to like join something in the church, they don't have time. And our work, and our this, and our that. Look, many churches eh, when you want to when, when you want to use members to do outreaches, to do things that will bring in souls, they are not cons- they are not. But when it's a funeral, when it's a wedding, you see them. Yeah. You see them. Some people like to travel programs. I mean, they are happy. But you tell them your house in your area, let's do outreach. They won't do it. They don't have time. Some of you have been in this church. When we say outreach on Saturday, you have never heard it before. It's like some people should do it. As for us, we are not part of it. And you are, you are expecting the blessings. Abraham, his faith was manifested in the works. The Bible says faith without works is what? Dead. You say you have faith. You are cutting off the head of demons with a cutlass. You are, you are, you are firing uh, uh, spiritual machine guns in the church. Killing demons with machine guns. I kill every demon that is worrying my marriage. I shoot every demon that is holding my marriage. I bomb them. I bomb them. I bomb them. Then you see the drummers and the instrumentalists. Then they have sound effects. Bombs. (laughs) Then the churches are gawk with it's like so-so comedy. Comedy. We have gathered to, to make fun. Yeah. Yeah. Abraham, no prayer meeting. 
No fasting. No bombing. Anything God says he should do, as, as weird that it, it sounds, he will do it. Yeah. Because his level of obedience is higher than anybody that God ever met. Even some of you, it's like, look, I always tell young girls, when you see a young girl who has fallen in love, they can run out of the house and disappear and go out with this boy, foolish boy. But tell that same person to come to church. They will give you an excuse. Hey, my mother says I shouldn't come to church. Meanwhile, your mother has warned you, don't call this boy. Don't let him come and visit you. Don't let him come and... Hey, you have devised means of reaching him. But when it comes to God, you, have, you are full of excuses. Full of excuses. Not because you can't do it. Because you won't do it. We say be, become a shepherd. What does it mean to be a shepherd? It means you love God. You want to serve God. You want to visit. Don't you have friends you visit? That's what a shepherd does. It's like the lifestyle that you have in the world where you visit friends, where you call friends, where every day you chat with people. That's what somebody who loves God does. But you are doing that with a mind that you also think of somebody who you don't see in church or develop a relationship with somebody you've, you've met in church and help that person to be stabilized in church and, 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 and to come to church. If it is possible, pick the person because you can go for parties and organize people. You know, go and pick this one here. Call this one. Hey, we are here. You are organizing. like by the time you have arrived, you, you alone you have gathered five people yeah and you can do it for god but when you hear it oh very soon god will speak to us yeah we are praying about it join the choir then it's like oh my voice is not nice your voice is not nice but you have you have been singing uh, you soon do and while he's that voice, you have been using it in the bathroom. You have been singing Brikama Boyo song. Hey, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Proudly. Yeah. You say you can't dance. You, you can't dance. Hey! The places you have been going to dance. The moves you have been making. No, you are not rich towards God with all that you have. That's when you hear something, it's like, oh, join the choir. Pastor will pray about it. Become a shepherd. Eh, what is that? Who goes for a party and, and leaves in one hour? You come to church one hour. You want to go. There are people who sit in the church. Immediately you finish preaching, they are like, I don't know. When you finish sharing the grace, I tell you, they are off. 
Sometimes some people will call me and tell me, oh, Pastor, today when I come to church, I want to see you. I have a problem. Oh, come. After service, when they come and people are meeting me and they have to wait, they don't have the patience to wait. They will go and tell, oh, Pastor, I came, but you were busy. People, a lot of people were there. I've gone home. Go with your problem. Can you go to a hospital, go and fill a form, sit down, you are waiting to see the doctor, then you say, hey, one hour I've waited, I'm going. Go home with your sickness. You wait. It, it, it means there's something wrong. But you see, we do it. There are things we do. We, we are not patient with God. We, 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 we are not there. We are not there. But you want God to be there for you, to attend to you. You think the doctor that you have gone to see, you are the only person that he woke up in the morning to come and see. He, he is overwhelmed with patients. Every country has the doctor-patient uh, uh, ratio is, is like, yeah. Here, there, it's even worse. 600 doctors or so to one point something million. So when you do the average, how much is it? So many hospitals don't even have doctors. They have nurses. They will kill you right now. <laughs> hey. they, have, they have promoted themselves to doctors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tell you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We should learn to respond to God very well. Huh? You see, Abraham's faith it was just so amazing. It's like, hey, I mean, I'm sure God would be so happy with such a person. What I said within a day, you have executed it. Hundreds of people have been circumcised, including yourself. And you can see how all the men will be in the room. Nobody is moving. That day, maybe for three days. <laughs> it's almost like some fasting. Yeah. Come move around. Because that thing, when they do it at a certain age, even trousers you can't wear. Can't wear panties. Ask for panties. No, 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 no. Forget it. You have to feel free. Yeah, you have to feel free. Yeah, you don't have to move around a lot. Yeah. But he did it. It was uncomfortable. It was inconvenient. It was strange, but he did it. He did it. Anything that we have to do to cut off things from our lives, look, do it too. Today, when I look back, I don't miss my friends. And some of you, your struggle is, you can't imagine, you know, doing away with friends who are not Christians, who don't come to church, who you can't share anything, because you can't learn from them the things of God. Neither can you even share anything that you have heard from here. So you are, you, are, you are struggling to walk with God, but you can't circumcise. You can't cut yourself off. You can't come to that point where you say, look, today I've taken a decision. I'm stopping alcohol. You know, anybody who is addicted, I realize something. Some people come out of addiction, not because of prayer meetings and deliverance. It's the mind. It's like, look, this thing is killing me. Let me stop. You, when you, you have an insight into your problem, you say that, I want to stop it. You can't stop it. Because God has put, the Bible says, now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we could ever ask or think. According to the power that worketh in us. There is something in us that exudes power and authority. So that if you say, today I'm ending this relationship with this boy, you can do it. 
sacrifice you have to make to grow is painful. I mean, can you imagine a man who is told, leave your family? They have, I don't think they were quarrels. If they were quarrels, he would have left long ago. Yeah. And he leaves. And everything, instruction afterwards, God tells him, do this. He cuts himself. He does it to everybody in his house, including his son who was born. And then God says, this is your son that you've given birth to. I need him as a sacrifice. That's the ultimate of it all. You get one job. There are people, there was a guy who brought a car for me to dedicate. Then I told him, don't let this car be the reason why you don't come to church. Oh, pastor, no, 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 no. I'm thanking God because the way I got the car is, I realized that it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's God's gift. It's a miracle. Even the price and the person, he was forcing me. I didn't have the money. I spoke to a friend. He gave me the money. I paid half. The man said I should take it and work and pay the rest. It's a blessing. And I have some people who say they want me to pick their children, this, that. So, pastor, God has blessed me. I'll be coming. After the dedication, he's not around. Yeah. Yeah. He is not around. I, 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 I called him sometime. His phone was off. I sent you a message. I couldn't reach him. Then later he responded, I've been out of town. Eh? Where did you go to? Even to say I'm going somewhere. But I remember the day he called me. He wants me to dedicate the car. It's like that day if I had not dedicated the car, he would have been angry. It's like when you want something, you want it to be done immediately. Because it's important to you. He forced me. It's like I'm in a meeting. He's waiting. So I realized he was there. So I had to stop some of the things. Just go and dedicate the car and pray for him to prosper and to do well. And he was happy. But you see, selfishness. When you want something, do you think you'll be happy if you are told that you'll get it in 20 years' time? Uh, how come if God wants something to be done, you think that we should wait for you to finish school? Some of you, if they are telling you, wait till you finish school, you marry and you start having sex. Eh. Eh. It's like it's too long for you. You feel that you must have it now. And it comes with problems and burdens. You suffer. Your, all your problems start when you start doing these things. All your problems. Because you meet liars, thieves, deceitful people, unserious boys. We have all been young boys before. We know how to lie <laughs> to girls. You see the person telling her, you are beautiful, I like your eyes, I like your lips. Oh, thank you. Then she too foolishly, she's black girl who is blushing. <laughs> she's smiling, oh yes. Then when you call her, where are you? Meet me here. And the mother says, clean the bowls. Uh, mommy, I'm coming. She, she's dis, she, she's di, uh, dishonoring the mother to come and honor you. And meanwhile, you are going nowhere with hell. Yeah, you don't have any, you yourself. Ah, one guy, one, one day we were in church and a, a young lady got pregnant and the guy who impregnated him, very young boy as well. So, the, the, as they were sitting there, the guy said, I can't do anything. Yeah. He said, I don't have money. I don't have money. Because he's in school. He's living with a brother. Do you understand? And he's struggling to survive. 
You say you should go and pay what? Uh, antenator. What is that? Even he to eat, to buy bread in the morning, somebody must give him money. Yeah. You, 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 you see, when you don't learn to, to cut yourself off of things that destroy you, you feel yourself, anything that God tells us to do, it doesn't destroy us. So. Ah! Take up the things of God. You'll be saved. Some of you have too many friends in the world. They lead you to pornography. They lead you to parties. They lead you to sex. They lead you to alcohol. Alcohol. They lead you to drugs. Every bad thing that I learned, I didn't learn it from the house. I learned it from friends. That's why when I gave my life to Christ, I said, this thing, it is the first thing that I will cut off. As painful as it is. Because I built my life around friends. After school, getting a job. Because you, you see, you network. There's something called networking. You, it's through friends that you get a job. It's normally, I mean, your parents don't play a certain role at a certain time. Your links and things are different. So somebody tell him, let's talk to this guy. Tell him, let's do this. Let's do this. So you see that the friendship that you have developed, they, they, they also open doors for you. So it's like you, you like it. It's a bond. And if you're not careful, you see that this thing eh, is not allowing you and giving you the room and the space to serve God. But you don't see it that way. You think that fulfilling that relationship is more rewarding than giving yourself to God. And I cut myself off, I'm telling you. Yeah. And I've never regretted it. Yeah. Learn it. Learn it. How do you consistently walk or take a decision that look anything that god says i must do i must do it with speed number one always know that you don't have time for ever always know that you don't have time forever What is your life? It is but vapor. What is your life? It is but vapor. Anytime you hear God asking you to do something. Remember. Remember that you don't have hello, 20 years. If they say go to school today, look, at a point they put book in front of you, the only thing you can do is sleep. <laughs> yeah. Because there are times that you, some of you children, you see, fa- you, you can sit down and watch TV and not sleep. Me, if I watch TV, I sleep. I'm telling you. The only thing I will not sleep is when I'm reading. I used to watch TV throughout the night. I won't sleep. I realized that those times it was supposed to be used for learning. I watch movies. I will pile movies and watch them one after the other. By morning... I've watched like three movies, four movies from 
10 p.m. to 4 a.m. What, 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 what a life. All night. <laughs> you have energy to roam. You won't get tired. Sometimes when I look back, I say, one, one of the most difficult things for me is to go out. <laughs> but when I was young, hey, I can't stay home. My bed, I sleep on it for a few hours. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's a lot of energy and you are roaming around doing things, visiting people, going here. Sometimes by, by evening, eh, oh, where you have gone to? It's like traveling from here to uh, uh, Dakar. In, 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 in one geographical area. You may not even know how you've roamed and wasted time. Somebody will move from here and use six hours to get to Dakar. You, you are in the area. You have moved around uh, the same six hours. You have not moved out of any uh, 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 geographical uh, jurisdictions. Like you are within the area, but useless movements. From here you come here. From here you come here. It's like they can, people in the area, they see you. That's why they knew me in the area. Everywhere I go, they know me. <laughs> yeah. If it's not bicycle, it's a car. It's a motor. It's this. Hey, or you are jogging. <laughs> like you are so visible everywhere. Energy. But you see, a time comes when that motivation is not there again. Today, don't wait till you are old. I used to say to myself, when I grew up, I'll serve God. The only dream that I had concerning my call or the fact that I may be a, a, a pastor, I had a dream when I was young that I was very old and I was preaching in a church, very big church. And I was a very old man. So I used to say to myself, when I grow, I'll serve God. Yeah. When I joined the church, the idea to be a pastor was not in my heart. Eh? It was not in my heart. But I realized that, hey, if I want to be serious, eh, look, I can die before that old age that I saw. So if there's something good, let me do it now. That's why when you want to marry, you marry when you are young. You don't marry when you are 45. Many women, when they get to 45, no, they give up. Oh yeah, there are people I've met who are above 40 who say that if even Prince Charles proposes I will reject. Some of them have it's like, yeah. A certain zeal. God uses young people. God likes young people. God likes us. Because we are the ones who, who, who can do the work. We are the ones who can roam. If we say we are going to visit, you can visit. Some of you, you know every corner in this area. You can't get lost. You can't get lost. How can you get lost? How can you get lost in the Gambia? Yeah. There are places I'm sure you have gone that your father doesn't know. Your mother doesn't know. Ada, is that not so? It's very possible. Because I remember some of the places that I, I used to go to. I know my father has not gone there to do anything. What is he going to do there? He doesn't have a friend there. He doesn't have any business there. There's no family member living there. Very far. But it is almost like a, 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 a just like a room away from my room. <laughs> you go there and come at will. Hmm? So we should remember 
we do not have all the time. Huh? Yeah. James 4.14. What is your life? It is a vapor that vanishes. What is your life? James 4.14. James. James and Genesis are two different things. Where, as ye know, what shall be on the morrow? For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeared for a little time and then vanisheth away. If there's something you have to do, don't wait. Many people, when, when something happens to them and they become incapacitated, or they become, they are, they are unable to move or do things. They have a lot of regrets. Oh, I could have done this. Oh, I should have done this. Yeah, I remember uh, my, uh, my friend that we grew up with, the father. One of the things I remember about this man was, very rich man, prosperous man, Christian, but he doesn't respect pastors. They insult, they were in a church, they insult the pastors. They, if, you, if you are a pastor in the church, they can even make sure that they, they move you out of the church. They were very powerful if they don't like you. Yeah, elders of the church. They can move you out of the church. So, I remember that my friend home, the church, we there, we go. Because our parents said we should go to church on Sunday. It was not in us. We were not serious at all. But me, later I became born again, and I became serious in the church. But he went to U.S. and continued with the backsliding. After many years, his father died. In, in, in fact, the father was sick. He called me because I used to chat with him. Charlie, the old man is still going to visit him and pray for him. And I remember when I went, this man was full of regrets. I just remembered how he used to be. That, oh, he hears that I'm a pastor. It's a good thing. As for, uh, I should talk to uh, the boys. They don't fear God. They, he, was, he was preaching, you Because know? here he was lying down. He couldn't, all the children that he has brought up they've moved out of Ghana they've moved away from him and 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 he can't it's like it's like I'm sure he's been lonely for years because his wife had also passed away many years before then and he's lonely and he was talking I'm always here they can't even visit me when I talk to them they don't listen they are all going through problems but they don't have God so talk to them they don't fear God hey see this man is preaching say do you have to grow old to be wise you have to go through life realize that your children, you must even bring them to God. It's not just taking them to nice schools or giving them education and exposing them to the world, traveling with them and letting them enjoy holidays and the fine things of life. So as they've grown, they think that that's what life is about. They don't see the church as relevant. They don't see any time with God as relevant. They don't have time to serve God. They are so busy looking for money and they are empty. They are not fulfilled. They are bitter. Their marriages are not working. They are not settled in their life. Yet there is a lot of material things around them. But there is something missing. Now you see that they need God. And I was praying with him and he was shaking. With tears. Hey. So I said to myself, look, this thing. Eh, I mean, I'm not going to wait to be old to have sense. Don't make mistakes before you learn that you have to be serious with God. 
You see the girl, sometimes you have to be pregnant before you realize that you, I've made a mistake. Because the guy, when they say, don't follow him, you don't understand. Though. As he has impregnated you, he can't look after you because somebody's buying his boxer shorts for him. Toothbrush, toothpaste that he uses to brush his mouth to kiss you. Somebody's buying it for him. Soap that he uses to bath his smelly armpit. Somebody is buying it for him. He can't buy diapers for you. He can't pay anything for you. He can't even help you to come out of this problem. He can't support you to, to, do a, uh, to learn a vocation or to even look after the child. He is not, he's incapable. Then you see that you have made a mistake and then the burden comes on, on people who are also bored with you. Then you see that they leave you to suffer and to struggle. Then you become bitter. Either you become bitter or you learn your lessons. But why do you have to get there? Why do we have salvation in the church? Why is it that God is interested in our lives? Why? Because of some of these things. Better be saved before you enter situations and say, had I known? Had I known? Had I known? You know it now, but you don't believe it. You are hearing it now, but you won't do it. Stay in the church. You don't have time. Hey! Me, I always say that. Look, just even being in the church and, and, and staying, it, it was just a blessing. Because I had a lot of time to roam, but always around just saved me. Yeah. Yeah. There's a woman whose son, when we were in Ghana, the guy was addicted to uh, gambling. Always in the gambling house. The woman said, I'm happy that he's even there. I know where he is. <laughs> yeah. Said, is he, she said, I am happy that she's always here. Yeah. Because the guy, the problems, the problems that he, he has caused the mother, police station that the mother has visited, and now it's like he has come to himself. The only thing he does is from home to the uh, uh, betting, betting uh, house. Playing games, playing uh, this football. It's not snooker. This, I don't know how they call that football. And betting. And, and, then, and then also uh, watching European sports and betting. It's like that's all he does. The mother said, oh. I'm happy that he's always there, at least. Anytime I ask, where's him? Where's my son? They, they would say that. It's like, yeah, he's somewhere. I mean, can you imagine? That, that's how low you have come. Yeah. I would prefer rather to be in the church. Because as you are there, it's also another problem. The, the next time you hear is that he, he has to steal to, 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 to make a bet. Yeah. He has to steal to make a bet. We are young. Let's not deceive ourselves. Oh, let's enjoy. Let's move around. Hey, please. Let's trust God. Amen. Let us trust God. Amen. If you say you want to serve him, today is the time to set up. Don't say I'll do it tomorrow. Hey. Let's do it today. Amen. And the last point I'm giving you is that when you say you have faith, your responses are always swift. You see, the Bible says that God is not slack concerning his promises as some men count slackness. 
if the nature of God is that I've made a promise, I don't sleep over it. I make sure, brother, where's the scripture? I make sure I look for, I do it. It, it should also be your, your intention that, look, if I expect God to do something for me, I should also not be lazy. You can't be around and decide that I have nothing to do. Who gets a job and, and, and does nothing? Then it's not a job. Yeah. It's not a job. It's not a job. It's like you go and sit down from morning till evening. You have opened the shop. You sit down from morning, chat, go online, do everything, then you come back. Anybody who gets a job who doesn't do a lot doesn't enjoy that work. If you are serious. Yeah. 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 I'm coming. Second Peter chapter 3. Are you in the service? Eh? Put my scripture up. Second Peter 3 9. Is your thing still freezing? Eh? I thought we had solved this problem. Okay. Are you here? Okay. So it says, The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness. That is how some people are. They are sluggish. Abraham was not like that. God says, do this. It is being done. When you are living with somebody who, who makes you do a lot of things, don't grumble. Don't murmur. Some of you, you go and live with people, they say do this, and they are treating me like a, a, a mate. They are treating me like this. Hey. You want to, you want to be a queen? Eh? Princess Diana, who only knows how to dress and eat in restaurants? If your husband is not happy with you, somebody will not understand it too. Eh? All you know is to dress Match colors. Are you a rainbow? We don't bring rainbow into the house. We look at it from afar. You can't even reach it. As beautiful as it is, you can't capture it into your home. So some of you have made yourself too alive to the world. Everybody sees you and they see you as a star. But in the house, there's nothing like a star. There is work. You see a beautiful girl who doesn't even know how to bath. One day, a certain brother started going out with a, a beautiful lady. After some time, I mean, they were in counseling. He said, no, 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 this thing don't work. Because a few visits to the girl's room, he realized that no, this room is a, is a, is a reflection of this person. Yeah. 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 It's a reflection of the person. Yeah. 
you have, you, you, even to she goes out, buy, gets takeaway, eats it, and leaves it in the kitchen, and it has been there. When you enter the kitchen, it's smelly, moldy. It's like hey, and she's dressed and going out every evening. She's in town. Yeah. Listen. Don't be a lazy person. Don't be a lazy person. God is not a lazy person. Why do you want to be a lazy person? If you are working with somebody who is not lazy, learn from that person. Some of you can get good bosses and the only thing you say about them is these people, they give pressure. That's how you describe it. They give pressure. You want a place where they don't give pressure. You see that you have lost pressure in life. So as you are going, oh, when a car loses pressure, the engine is condemned. <laughs> Engines work with pressure. Yeah. When it loses pressure, it means the engine is condemned. It can't move. So you have, some of you have lost pressure in life. So there's no motivation. You can be like, oh, they have to tow you. When the engine loses pressure, it has to be towed. It can't move on its own. So you see that your life, eh, everywhere you are going, you are being told. You, you, you yourself, you don't have any direction. You can't spark your own engine. Yeah. There is nothing that you do that is inspired by God. Yeah. yeah. Abraham did not submit to anybody. He was with God. And anything God asked him to do, he did it. As for you, oh, you talk plenty. You see, one day I, I, I met a brother. And as I was talking to him, he has not been coming to church. I realized that people are leading him. He's talking about uh, 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 money market. He's talking about business investments. He's talking about networking. Hey, big things. But he has nothing. He has nothing. <laughs> I said, he has lost pressure. So, as he's going, this one says, oh, this business is good. This is the one that is there. Now, everybody is doing cryptocurrency. Oh, now it's, it's a good thing to invest in. I mean, yeah, this one is like, oh, now Bitcoin. Now we are into this. We are into Forex. We are, he talks everything he knows, but nothing. You won't see anything. Yeah. He follows people. I mean, you can't even imagine the people. Ah, we are following Oscar Wilde at this moment. Do you know Oscar Wilde? Uh-huh. You don't even know him. When Google Oscar Wilde, old, old philosophers, old people with quotes. They have a lot of quotes. When you go online, Oscar Wilde quotes. Go and check. They have all these things in their head. Yeah. What did they achieve? Yeah. <laughs> Vain philosophies. Vain philosophies. Then you are dead talking. You can't listen to God. You see that God is not retained in your heart. There is nothing you do that is motivated by God. How can God says you shall be the head and not the tail? So it's like you should rather be, you should be in control. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Oh, they say this is now the trend. Now this. Now this. Working for people is difficult. So now the guys, everybody is trying to break out, you know, and find something to. Hey, brother, what kind of? No, it's 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 sad. It's sad. You have a lot of things to say, but you, you, you. Look, the truth there, it gives light and understanding to the simple. Don't be an idiot. When they say you are simple minded, it means you are an idiot. 
everything somebody says you are following. You yourself, you don't have any convictions. You don't stand on anything. How can you walk with God and not have convictions? You must believe in something. You must stand for something. You must, you, your life must be defined by things. I, I gave my life to Christ and I, I, I stood for what I believed in. You follow friends and you follow people who are moving around. You see that even relationship, you can't keep it. You see many of the guys, they can't keep a relationship because they listen to guys. They listen to other guys. You talk about women as if you are, you, you, God has created you to, to understand women. Who understands women? <laughs> eh? Have you seen a human being who understands women before? Eh, it's, not a, it's not a project you should embark on. You better, you better go f- to space. Find a way to space than trying to find, understand women. Yeah. 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 I, I, I mean, you know, why are you not in a relationship? I mean, one wants to understand them. You want to understand them. Where is this coming from? Because somebody says that it takes understanding to rule the world. So if you want to rule a woman, you have to walk in understanding, brother. You are welcome. The day you understand a woman, eh, the world will be over. You will never marry one. Do you understand the car that you are using? Just buy it and spark it. Yeah. If, if it doesn't spark, call somebody who will tell you the problem, what the problem is. Find a woman and marry her. If there's a problem, there are people who can help you understand her. Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking big. I'm talking big. Please, our time is up. Let's go home. You want to know how to control money. Find a job and earn money and learn how to save. You want to understand the use of money. I mean, what kind of project is that? I mean, you have met people who are very sick, but they don't know they are sick. And when somebody is sick, I mean, I'm not a doctor, so I've never dealt with a psychiatric patient before. But I think that you can't, you can't prescribe a solution if the person doesn't see the problem. So sometimes when I listen to some people, I see the problem they have, but I can't give solutions. No, 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 no. You, you, you can diagnose, but the person will not agree with you. When you tell the person that your, your thinking is not aligning with the normal way, they say no. No, you don't understand me, pastor. I don't want to make mistakes. I met somebody who says, I, I love God. I want to win the Muslim world. So I'm studying Islam. I'm studying Islam. So that he'll come and win uh, 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 Christians, uh, Muslims for. for. He's, he, uh, so he's, he's around. You see that? This person has a. Uh, you can't. No, you can't help him. Yeah. How can you say before you marry a woman, you have to understand a woman? You want to make money. You, you want to understand the use of money. You want to understand money. If you don't understand, many people who have, who have made money who have lost is because they didn't understand money. So one, one wants to understand. Ah. You, you, I mean, you see madness at work, but the person doesn't see that. That's where I am. May God help us. Stand to your feet, everybody. Father, we thank you for tonight.
we give you glory. We give you honor. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Help us. Yes, Lord. Give us strength for our years. Help us to overcome stubbornness, resistance to instructions, arguments, options we think we have that are better. Deliver us from such delusions. If God says it, let us do it. Once he has said it, let's do it. Once he has spoken, let's obey. For our blessing is in obeying things. Abraham had weird instructions. But he he didn't waver in any of them. And today we call him the father of faith. Has God not said anything to us? Yes, he has. What has he asked you to do that you are waiting for the perfect time? There is nothing like a perfect time. The perfect time is your response. Once you respond, that's how God also comes in. Lift your hands and thank him right now. Ask him to help you. We need his help. We want to walk in obedience. He says we should love him. Yes, we should. He says we should serve him. He says we should care for people. He says our heart should be after his work. He says we should take upon ourselves his yoke. Yes, what we call our labors and our burden. He said put it aside and come unto him. And everything that you call a burden, I will take it up upon myself. Take upon you my yoke, for my burden is easy and my yoke is light. That's our Lord. He wants you to take up what is on his heart as an option, as a better option. Better obey him and get a blessing. Better obey him and change your circumstance. But not walking in your own understanding. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him.